Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of A1 Sports Politics with your one and only K-Dub. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I appreciate y'all. Most depth. But, hey, we got to talk about some NFL Week 5 recap. Yes, indeed. And we're going to start off in the Battle of Texas. The Dallas Cowboys versus the Houston Texans at Houston. Under the lights, why everybody's watching. Just how Jerry Jones won't everybody watch the Dallas Cowboys. But anyway, the ratings was crazy. Everybody was watching this game. And I'm sure nobody was disappointed. Maybe the Cowboy fans because they took an L. But other than that, it was a great game. It was a good game. And it was so good that it was forced into overtime where the Dallas Cowboys lost to the Texans 19-16. Now, let me just peep this out. The Dallas Cowboys defense stood out to me. Like, it's surprising, but they really stood out to me. They stood their ground for the majority of the night. Majority of the night. Till it got to the overtime. But other than that, they was doing their job. They was doing their job. They laid the hat on Deshaun Watson a few times. Deshaun Watson ran the ball a lot this game. He ran the ball 10 times for 40 yards. And he had to pay for them a couple of times. Because that red zone defense of the Dallas Cowboys was really impressive. They did what they were supposed to do as far as containing Deshaun Watson. But other than that, until overtime, when Deshaun Watson connect with all-pro wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins, he made a catch and gained some incredible yards after the catch. Made some of the Dallas Cowboys defenders look foolish. Yeah. And let me just say this about Hopkins. Hopkins had a field game against the Dallas Cowboys. He had nine catches for 151 yards. Now, this dude right here on A1 Sports Politics top five wide receiver list, he's on there, best believe. And he don't get enough recommendation at all. But other than that, the Dallas Cowboys, they gave up that big game to DeAndre Hopkins, and that's what led the Texas to kick the field goal and win in overtime. But the Dallas Cowboys defense isn't the only defense that stood out. The Houston Texans. Texas defense did a pretty good job as well. They shut down Ezekiel Elliott. He had 20 rushes for 54 yards. Forced Dak Prescott to throw two interceptions and sacked him twice. So it was both defenses really setting the ground, and neither offenses was pretty impressive. Deshaun Watson had a decent game. He was 33 for 44, threw for 375 yards, one interception, one touchdown. Now let me just say this about the Dallas Cowboys offense. Teams are going to start stacking the bots against the Dallas Cowboys. Why? Because they all know this this offense is based around Ezekiel, not Dak Prescott, not Dak Prescott in that offensive line. That's what it's about. Ezekiel in that offensive line. Now, everybody can see that Dak isn't as good as we thought he was. He he's not as good as he was in that first season he's not and, and it's showing right now it's showing but other than that teams are going to start stacking the box because that cannot throw the ball like that he cannot throw in the way that uh jason garrett his his play calling is it's not really fitting that in a way and he that no longer have vets to lean on that he can just throw to he don't know he no longer have 
We all know Des Bryant. He's Des Bryant still. He's still reaching out to Dallas Cowboys, saying that he would love to come back and play. Even though Jerry Jones is disrespecting him in every type of way, talking about they haven't had a number one receiver in a long time. Come on now, really? And I'm an Eagle fan. That is the problem. Not this. That was was the problem, and it's showing now. It's showing now. Now I don't know what. The Dallas Cowboys have up their sleeves, but Jason Garrick have to do something about this. Because I don't, don't get me wrong, I feel like Dak he's he's he has some talent. He can run, he can throw, and he remind me of Donovan McNabb. Like I'm an Eagle fan, but he actually remind me of Donovan McNabb. But the thing was, Andy Reid and Donovan McNabb had this chemistry. They had this chemistry, and as a head coach, I feel like you have to understand your quarterback. You know, pick the personnel around him that he needs. Throw the plays in there that he needs. You can kind of see what's going on in, in Green Bay. I'm, I'm going to get to that a little later. But do something to where your quarterback can be set up for success. He cannot throw. He's not that accurate. Former Hall of Famer Troy Eggman came out and said that Dak has to be more accurate. Yes, he do. But. The thing is, if you have these certain type of plays that they run constantly in practice and practice that Jason Garrett is throwing in there, then it's the type of plays that Dak can, like the throws that he can make, then it'll help Dak on his end. But Jason Garrett, hey, he's just sitting there. He's just sitting there, really. And I don't think he's on the hot seat because he's listening to everything that Jerry Jones is doing. Like, he's a puppet in a way. And, and I know everybody have heard that before. So he's going to do whatever Jerry Jones wants. But he's coaching that team. And Jerry Jones, he don't, he's just the owner. He's just the owner, but he want to be everything else. He want to be everything else. And, and that's why they haven't won a Super Bowl since they got rid of Coach Johnson back in 95. That's the last time they won. So that's that tells you a lot right there. And luckily... The NFC East is not doing much at all. So it's it's not too bad for Dallas right now because the whole NFC East is pretty much playing like trash, including my Eagles. So it's time to make change, and it's room for it, of course, in Dallas.